Searching for a new home? Make todayshomebc.com your online home base. With easy-to-search listings and connections to local realtors, everything you need is under one roof. Powered by Black Press Media, you can search hundreds of local listings all in one place. Access the top real estate professionals to help you find the perfect home today at todayshomebc.com. Welcome to Off the Page, a weekly podcast produced by the Comox Valley Record. I'm Erin Halschuk, a journalist with The Record. Join me as we take a deeper look into the people and stories within the Comox Valley. Today on the podcast, we have Felicity Blakelock, the Director of Student Affairs at North Island College. Recently, the college launched its first student mental health and well-being strategy, CARE2 plan, designed to promote a healthier college culture and environment. Welcome to the podcast, Felicity. Thank you very much for having me. So in the past, I know I've done podcast episodes on mental health and kind of looking at the larger picture of mental health in the community. But this one here, this piece specifically focuses on students at North Island College. Can you tell me a little bit about how this plan came about and why it came about? Was it because of a certain incident or was it just sort of a cumulative effect over the past two years and the pandemic kind of accelerated that? Yeah, a really good question. You know what, it it is somewhat related to the pandemic, of course, and we've seen a, a real increase in the number of cases of mental illness and distress in our students since the beginning of the pandemic. But a lot of the work for the Care2 plan actually came before the pandemic. And I would even go back to the fact that North Island College has always had a, a real reputation as a relational as opposed to transactional institution, uh, meaning that although we provide services for students, we've always been really, really concerned about their well-being, their overall well-being. Of course, we recognise that, that mental health and well-being do have an impact on academic success. We all know what it means to you. When you're happier, you typically do better, and that's the same when you're in education. And so we started this on the basis that North Island College already had a foundation of building relationships, building connection with students. We're a small college, which means that we know many of our students by name, certainly by face, and so we had that foundation. We really felt that a strategic plan, a kind of a commitment to mental health and well-being was an important move for the college. And you mentioned it that because of the size of the college that a lot of instructors and the faculty know their students on a bit more of a personal basis than maybe at a traditional post-secondary school. Because of that, were faculty really involved in this process or what really brought it to light? Was it students going, we need a plan? Was it faculty going, we are noticing these things in our students, we need something in terms of support? Or was it a bit of both? I think it was a, a bit of both. I certainly remember, and I'm customer back, I think it was 2019, when faculty were really raising concerns about the number of uh, students in distress they were identifying. And of course, you're teaching your content area, but it's very difficult to kind of focus on the content when you're recognising that there are students who are showing real signs of being distressed. And it's not just about the course content. Of course, it might be rigorous, but it isn't all about that. It's about things that are going on in all areas of, of their lives. So faculty did actually bring it forward to our leadership team as being a concern and and, you know you're absolutely right the fact that we have smaller class sizes means that that identification uh, a recognition 
that a student is in distress is that much more obvious because of the fact that faculty you know, know their students, know their cohorts intimately. And also what we find is that a student in distress may present anywhere. You know, if they have a relationship with you know, one of our enrolment services specialists at registration or or if they have a relationship with a librarian and of course with a counsellor and in many areas could even be somebody working in the cafeteria or somebody on the janitorial staff you know when you are in distress and you trust somebody you might go and, and disclose that we were hearing it from all different areas and recognize that again although we build our reputation on these relationships to have a formalized plan and a framework through which we can address some of the needs of our students was a priority and that brings me to my next question there are a variety of students who attend the college some out of university some that have careers and are returning back into academic life some international students how does the care to plan address the different needs because i'm sure there's different needs for different students. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. And you're right, you know, the the population, the student population at North Island College is incredibly diverse and, and we really pride ourselves on welcoming that diversity of students and committing to serving their needs. So yeah, different ages, different genders, different backgrounds all require different types of of support. We try to make sure that within the the Care2 plan, we address that inclusivity, that diversity, that accessibility that different students may need. Also, your mental health and well-being looks very different to different people. And so it may be in one case, it's, it's financial security. For others, it may be food security. For another, it might be the need for space. It might be balancing all of the different many roles that we play in our lives, whether it is looking after family, working, and that's all on top of studying. So we find that that people face a lot of different stresses. And one of the things that we tried to, well, we tried to reflect that within the Care 2 plan. And you'll notice the Care 2, and the Care 2 means we're actually using that as an, an acronym to kind of represent all of the different facets of mental health and well-being that we noticed as we developed the plan. In the development of the Care 2 plan, we often start, or, or I think people often start by focusing on those students who are in distress. We also recognise there's a a part to play in supporting students before they become distressed. A a large part of this plan is not just a response to helping students in crisis, but also giving the education and the building resilience within our college community to ensure that students have the tools, have the strategies to be able to ask for support when they need it, to be able to build that resilience within themselves. And prior to the plan in place, can you tell me a little bit about what services were available for students prior to this coming into effect and what sort of services are available right now? One of the first things we did in developing the Care 2 plan was to actually do an inventory of all of the things that we were doing at that time. And it was a long list, but I think it's, it's always good to start on a, a piece of celebration, right? You know, to say, look at, look at what we are already doing and where do we build? How do we build from here? Some of those things, of course, are continuing and will continue to be the foundation of our support strategies at North Island College. But in going through that inventory, we were also able to identify some of the gaps mm-hmm. that existed. So mm-hmm. in identifying those gaps, we were able to say, okay, what more could we add to this incredible range of support services? Just to mention a few. So for example, we have elders in residence at each campus. We have counselling services. We have 
advising financial, academic and Indigenous navigators. We have a Department of Accessible Learning Services to support our students with disabilities. We have peer tutoring and we have peer connectors for our international students. So there's a myriad of both personal and academic supports and many of those academic supports are through our library and learning commons. So there is a range of services that we offer. Search, browse, buy. Black Press Media brings you today's drive. Find your new vehicle on our exclusive platform and get driving. At todaysdrive.com, you'll have access to inventory across BC, where you can easily find a vehicle that fits your needs and gets you where you need to go in comfort. With new and used vehicles from the dealership around the corner and dealers across BC, the best venue to find your next vehicle is todaysdrive.com. And were students part of the development of the CARE2 plan? We were so fortunate because when we first put out a call for people to join the committee to develop the CARE2 plan, we had over 50 people who uh, came forward. And we're a small college, right? So 50 people, it was, was quite overwhelming because all of those faculty, staff, students and administrators recognising that this was something that they wanted to be part of, that they recognised the need for it and supported that. But I think that the important thing is to have that range of expertise when you are developing a plan as significant as this one. And so I was really grateful. It's never a one-person show. It is a representation from around the college. The program, I understand, is set for about five years, from 2021 to 2026. What happens after 2026 and how do you measure the success of the CARE2 program? Such a good question because when we first started the development of the plan, there was a real sense in that committee that we didn't want to create a document that would just look very nice and colourful, but basically gather dust on a shelf. It needed to be a living, breathing document. And of course, that relies on there being individuals and, and uh, divisions within the institution who can carry it forward. So yes, right now it's a five-year plan, but it didn't just start on the day of launch. It started several years, and as I mentioned, many years before, but kind of formally started when we adopted the Okanagan Charter, which uh, is the International Charter for Health Promoting Universities and Colleges. That was back in 2020. When we get to 2022, 23, 24, we need to continually review and allow this document to evolve so that it reflects the needs of the students who are coming in. It's just not going to be a static document. And do you know, is this model based off of other colleges and universities across British Columbia or across Canada? Are there similar programs in place or is this something that really started from a grassroots level? You know, I wish I could uh, claim that uh, we're the ones who, who pioneered this, but the fact is we are entering the conversation that has been going on for quite a long time, I'm, I'm thankful to say. Many post-secondary institutions have also been developing their own mental health and well-being strategies. I'm proud to say that we are now one of that number. As the Director of Student Affairs, since the implementation of this plan, have you noticed a direct effect of it already? I think that... The creation of a document. So as I, as I mentioned before, we have a foundation of care for our students and for our entire campus communities. But I think in the creation of a 
formal document. It brings awareness to all of us. It helps us be intentional and purposeful and give name to the things that we are doing that perhaps we don't even recognize as supporting mental health and well-being. So I think in that, what I've heard people talking about is, oh, that's really great for people's well-being, for our students' well-being. And so recognizing that what we do as an institution, as a community, as individuals, impacts all of our students' mental health and well-being. So yes, of course, there are initiatives and and events and opportunities that we take from recognizing these goals. But I think it, it just gives us that starting point to say look at what we do and how we do it and how beneficial this is and it helps us in both getting better but also in appreciating and acknowledging the success that we have already had in this area thank you so much for taking the time today really appreciate it you're very welcome that's this edition of off the page produced by the comox valley record thank you for joining us if you have suggestions for topics or guests we would like to hear from you email us at off the page at comoxvalleyrecord.com Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com.